If you are able, please stand for the reading of the gospel. Our passage comes from John chapter 6, verse 35, 41 through 51. Then Jesus declared, I am the bread of life. Whoever comes to me will never go hungry, and whoever believes in me will never be thirsty. At this, the Jews there began to grumble about him because he said, I am the bread that came down from heaven. They said, is this not Jesus, the son of Joseph, whose father and mother we know? How can he now say, I came down from heaven? Stop grumbling among yourselves, Jesus answered. No one can come to me unless the father who sent, them, sent me draws them and I will raise them up at the last day. It is written in the prophets, they will be taught by God. Everyone who has heard the Father and learned from him comes to me. No one has seen the Father except the one who is from God. Only he has seen the Father. Very truly I tell you, the one who believes has eternal life. I am the bread of life. Your ancestors ate the manna in the wilderness, yet they died. But here is the bread that comes down from heaven, which anyone may eat and not die. I am the living bread that comes down from heaven. Whoever eats this bread will live forever. This bread is my flesh, which I will give for the life of the world. This is the word of God. I want to take this time to thank Kristen for blessing us today with special music. Glory be to God. Glory be to God. And Katie, thank you again for the gift that you give to us every Sunday through your ministry of music. Glory be to God. Yes, yes. We're very clear that we're offering praise to God through clapping today for those who are in our midst. And again, I can't wait to receive the results of your spiritual gifts inventories to find out the gifts that you have as well that God is going to use to honor God and to bless God. Pray with me. May the words of my mouth and the meditation of each heart bless you today, O oh Lord, our strength and our redeemer. And all of God's people said, Amen. Let me say good morning. I, I just see Larry, and I just want to say good morning, Larry. Thank you. It's good to see you today. I don't know if you've discovered this, but uh, this journey that we followers are on, it's a faith journey. Have you discovered this? It's a faith, it's a faith journey. And um, God wants us to grow in our faith. God God wants us to grow in our faith. So when I came in today, I was passing out rubber bands. Becky, you know, I discovered some things about this congregation. <laughs> I pass out the rubber bands and people ask the question, who should I aim at? <laughs> I mean, 
And then, I, more than one person said that. And then someone said, um, should we snap it? Did I say that correctly, Penny? I called her out, didn't I? But then Penny, Penny reminded me that um, this is, a, this is a, a strategy for easing stress. You know, you put a rubber band on and you snap it, right? Is that correct? Don't snap it too hard, Audrey, though you'll hurt yourself. <laughs> yeah, so God wants us to grow up in our faith. And so how does that happen? I, you may have an answer, but I'll share with you how I've experienced it and how others who I know have experienced it. Events come into our lives, and we have to make a choice. We have to decide if we're going to trust God based on our relationship with God and based on the promises of God found in God's word, or will we just do what we think we should do? So, is your faith being stretched? I, I will tell you, um, pay attention, because God is constantly putting experiences sending experiences our way for our lives to be stretched. I've known this woman of faith for over 30 plus years. And whenever a crisis occurred in her life, we would talk about it, and then she would say, you know, Michelle, I just said, now, Lord, I thank you. I'm trusting you. You know what I need. And so I'm going to wait on you. She begins by thanking the Lord, and then she prays, and then she waits on the Lord. She walks by faith. And let me just tell you this. My faith has grown because of watching her faith being stretched. My faith has grown because I have had a first-hand look at how her faith has been stretched. So this past week, I received a call about a family situation of very dear friends. And the question was, when the, when the family member shared the situation with me, immediately, immediately I knew what they should do. Immediately. But then I remembered my friend of over 30 years ago when she was faced with an impossible situation. She said, Lord, I thank you and I'm trusting you for this impossible situation. And so I said to the friend, I said, well, so let, let's, let's pray. And, and let's ask God for the impossible. Let's ask God to whisper in the ear of the one who needs to hear so that this situation can be turned around. Beloved, your pastor's faith was stretched on that evening. And the next day, 
I received a call informing me that what we had prayed for, God had answered. Glory be to God. Glory be to God. My faith was stretched this past week. I learned to ask God for the impossible. I don't know what you're going through um, as family members. I don't know what crisis you may be ex experiencing or facing in your life. I don't know about that wayward person or that relation. I don't know, but this is what I do know. It is in your life, and it's going to serve as an opportunity. Where's your rubber band? Pull them out. It will serve as an opportunity for your faith to be stressed, not destroyed, not destroyed, not destroyed, but stressed so that you can grow. And you know, the more we grow, the stronger we become, and the more we trust God, the more we grow, the stronger we become the more we trust God. This journey that we're on, this faith journey, is about our growing in our relationship with God so that we will get to know who God is. Who God is. So last week, Jesus was feeding the 5,000, right? And we know that they, they, were, they were glad to see Jesus. They followed him to Capernaum. Why? Because he had fed them, and they were hanging out with him because it was in their best interest. <laughs> he was hungry. They were hungry. They knew Jesus could feed them. It was all about self-interest. So today, we find that Jesus is in the synagogue. And the Judeans, who are referred to as Jews, I mean, they're murmuring and grumbling. Have you ever, have you ever heard church folk mumble and grumble? It is such a contradiction to who we're called to be, right? Don't call out anyone's name. <laughs> they're mumbling and they're grumbling because Jesus has said, I am the bread of life and I have come from heaven. They're thinking, we know you, you Middle Eastern guy. We know your parents. We know that Mary's your mother, Joseph is your Father, what do you mean you come from heaven and you are the bread of life? You see, here's another case of sight getting in the way of truth. The Judeans had the opportunity of experiencing who Jesus Christ, the Son of God, sent to earth from heaven to invite men and women into an intimate relationship with God through him. They had an opportunity to have their faith stretched, but sight got in the way. It's amazing how sight can get in our way sometimes. Have you noticed that? It gets in the way of faith, but 
In Hebrews chapter 10, verse 38, it reads, but my righteous one will live by faith. And I take no pleasure in the one who shrinks back. God delights when we stretch or when we act on faith. And he says in Hebrews chapter 11, verses 1 through 3, now faith is confidence of what we hope for and assurance about what we do not see. There are some people who will say, show me and then I'll believe. But for the follower of Jesus Christ is, Lord, I believe. And have you noticed that once you step out on faith and believe, then God shows you marvelous things? Have you noticed that? Yes. This is what the ancients were commend, commended for. By faith we understand that the universe was formed at God's command so that what is seen was not made out of what was visible. Yes. We are a people who are called to walk by faith and not by sight. Jesus reminded the Judeans in the synagogue that he is also Logos, the Word. And every word that proceeds from his mouth, we are, they were, we are to feast upon. In Psalm 119.30, we read the unfolding of your words gives light. It gives understanding to the simple. We need the word of God. I, I, I'm just going to challenge you as I challenge myself. Think about the number of hours that you watch cable news per day. Take 10% of that time and devote it to reading and studying God's word every day. Yes, the Judeans were struggling because they knew who they saw standing in front of them. But he was professing to be someone who they could not fully accept or believe. Well, we are reminded that in Hebrews chapter 11, verse 6, that faith is important to God. For it reads, and without faith it is impossible to please God, because anyone who comes to him must believe that he exists and that he rewards those who earnestly seek him. Yes. Without faith, it's impossible to please God. And for those of us, all of us who have faith, God wants us to grow. God wants our faith to increase. There's a correlation between the increase of our faith 
and are learning more about who God is. So, as we look at the text from last week, and as we look at the text of this week, I would suggest to you that we see faith at three different levels, three levels of understanding who this Jesus Christ is. And the first level is one that's just based on self-interest. What's in it for me, Jesus? If I follow you, what's in it for me? And then there's that second level that's just based on sight. I know what I see, and you don't measure up to it, Jesus. (laughs) So I'm not following you. And then there's that third level, and that is the level that I call revelation. And that is, on this faith journey, we continue to discover something more and more and more and more about God because of the revelation of Jesus Christ in our lives. I don't know about you, but uh, I've discovered that life is not boring. Have you discovered that? And I've discovered that the reason why it is not boring is because this relationship that we have with God through Jesus Christ is one that continues to beckon us to draw ever closer and closer and closer and closer to God through Jesus Christ, as Jesus Christ reveals something new to us about God. Now, let me just share with you what I've just done. You see, just when I think I'm getting closer to God, it's as though God just backs up and says, okay, come on, get closer. And I'm thinking, I want to say, but just stand still, God, I'm coming. And God says, come on, come on, come on. There's so much more. There's so much more. There's so much more. There's so much more. Loving God, we give you thanks for loving us and desiring us not to be, not to settle for a self-interest, for a self interest relationship with you through Jesus Christ. Thank you for allowing us to learn more and more about you through Jesus Christ. So as our faith is being stretched, teach us how to trust you even more. And we thank you for the opportunities that we will have this week to exercise our faith For we know when we do, we will discover something new about you. In Jesus Christ's name, we pray with thanksgiving. Amen.